Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Overt here. It is Thursday, almost the weekend, close enough. And uh, I am here with uh, Michael Tomlin from the UWF Florida Public Archaeology Network. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a, name, it's a mouthful, but thanks for having me. It's good yeah, man, absolutely. Okay, so I do not live in this world, so I literally asked you earlier, tell me what it's like. Uh, it's it's Every day is a little bit different for us. Uh, yeah. Our organization, we're mainly, our main mission is the promotion of Florida's archaeological resources through um, mainly education and outreach. So while sometimes we do visit archaeological sites, uh, most of our time is really spent developing programs, uh, giving lectures. Digging in the dirt. Every once in a while, it's kind of rare for, for us to do that. Um, most of us are a registered professional archaeologists, um, so we're, you know, I'll have the training. My background's actually in history and public history, but I've been doing what we call public archaeology mm-hmm. for 10 years now. Um, so so what through it, osmosis, I've sort of become an archaeologist. <laughs> That's how it so works, I, I, was huh? an, I was an outsider, too, so I kind of understand why some people confuse uh, archaeology uh, with, with dinosaurs sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> or geology. So yeah. what is what is public archaeology? Well, public archaeology is, uh, and, and it is archaeology, but it's it's really trying to bring archaeology to the public uh, in many different capacities, whether it's through individuals or whether it's through local or federal or even state governments. Um, so educating people about what archaeology is, why it's important, uh, why it should matter to us for all sorts of different reasons. Very cool. All right. And and so here in Pensacola, for because we're worldwide because we're streaming here, but um a lot of what you guys have done and do has led to a lot of uncovering of our heritage here, which I think you're right. People think dinosaurs. They think, oh, we're just digging up, you know, other bones and stuff. But you guys have found settlements and, and proof that we've been here longer than we thought. And, and, uh, I think it's been very cool. And as an organization, um, UWF itself, thank God you guys have got a shovel out right yeah i mean it's it's an amazing program at the university of west florida dr judy bent started that whole program back in the 1980s she founded our organization the florida public archaeology network she was of course president of uwf mm-hmm. for eight years and she's uh she's she's now um sort of retired not really yeah, she's right? coming back to faculty so she's still very active and she started public archaeology see she saw a lot of opportunity in Pensacola, she knew the history, um, but not a lot of archaeology was being done right. um, really at all in Pensacola in the 1980s. And so she really uh, was the force behind a lot of what we have today. But the program is, is awesome. It's, uh, you know, you can get a bachelor's degree in, in, ar- in anthropology. Archaeology mm-hmm. actually is a sub-discipline of anthropology. So um, it's still social science, but it, it still does use science. Um, and then you can also get a master's degree at the University of West Florida as well in, in archaeology and anthropology. And so and it's a great program, too, because like you said, we have so much stuff here mm-hmm. um, dating back thousands of years up through the colonial uh, Spanish attempts and all the way through uh, this American Civil War. There's tons of different sites from tons of different time periods from all sorts of cultural groups. So how long have we lived here in the state? Well, in the state of Florida, we know based on archaeological evidence, um, the oldest date we have so far is about 14,000 years ago. And so that's, uh, of course, prehistoric Native Americans came here during uh, the kind of end stages Mm -hmm. of the Ice Age. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's as long as far as we know. That's the actual physical evidence uh, of human remains, um, both through artifacts and through uh, uh, human physical remains. That's awesome. Uh, 14,000 years ago. And you wouldn't have never found out unless you just started looking down instead of up, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, 
talk to me about your the actual Florida public you know, the network because you guys even though you're within the university you're sort of a, a separate entity kind of operating on on doing some other stuff that's that's exactly right um so we're a program at the university of west florida we're technically under the uwf division of anthropology and archaeology but we are statewide so our headquarters is located here in pensacola um for those people familiar with the pensacola area if if you know where the fish house restaurant's at which Mm -hmm. is an awesome restaurant they're great neighbors uh we're right out front of them on at 207 east main street it's a big, huge building. Mm-hmm. It looks like an old railroad terminal building. Yeah, and that's because it is an old railroad <laughs> terminal right building. And we have a big, <laughs> sort of fitting exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a historic building, dates to 1903. We've got a giant anchor in the front lawn, so it's kind of hard to miss us. Nice. Uh, the, our offices for the coordinating center um, mm-hmm. are all upstairs, but the bottom floor we have a museum. It's open Monday through Saturday. It's free. Uh, from 10 to 4, mm-hmm. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we also have a public archaeology lab uh, on the bottom floor as well where people can come in, they can volunteer, or they can just go in and check it out. That's open two days a week. That's um, cool. So there's lots of opportunities See, there. You're de- you got waterfront. You got a waterfront We office. got a waterfront office. Cool. We're by the, yeah, by Barcham Park. Yeah, yeah which is and a And nice so for park. those that don't know, the university's way, way out, not right. by the water, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the, you know, what, the good thing about the University of West Florida too is we do have a lot of downtown presence. You know, the yeah. UWF Historic Trust, the mm-hmm. T.T. Wentworth Museum, the Historic Village, uh, the Museum of Art. One of the of largest, Art. I think, landowners here because of all of the heritage and the and the historic stuff that's downtown. Right, and UWF is in charge of managing that. And we work very closely with with our friends over at UW Historic Trust, and they've got a lot of stuff going on too uh, for, for obviously history. But yeah. um, they they incorporate a lot of archaeology into what they do too, and sure. kind of kind of have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially really downtown do. because you know, like you mentioned, you know, we've got. The, the oldest multi-year European settlement in the continental United States yeah. is right here in Pensacola. Yeah, it's so a pretty, it's pretty big claim. It's it's pretty significant. I think it angers people out in St. Augustine a little bit. Yeah, look over it. <laughs> that's okay. But, uh, we they, got bigger signs. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's all about signs. But they've really done the heritage tourism thing really well, yeah. and hopefully we can get some of that in Pensacola. And a lot of people don't realize this business radio. Um, and, you know, we talk about why archaeology is important. Mm-hmm. There's lots of reasons. But one of the reasons is economics. Sure. Um, they did a study back in 2010 that found that, um, you know, of course, tourism is the number one industry in our state of Florida. Yep. And many other states, tourism is like top top three, sure. basically. Uh, and every study that they've ever done looking at what we call heritage tourism, so visiting places for the archaeology mm-hmm. or the museums or the culture, they find that people who come for that sort of tourism, they stay longer and they spend more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's across the board. Sure. And so in the state of Florida... Heritage tourism alone generates about $4 billion yeah. of our economy each and, year. And so from what I understand, too, is it's usually, and I know this just from growing up because my father would take me to see these kinds of things, but they're larger groups. It's usually families with their kids or, or you know, um, uh, their grandparents and sort of everybody's kind of taking that little summer vacation or whatever to go see the history of the u.s right yeah you, you know? come for the beaches and then you get a couple of days of that you get yep. sunburnt you get sick of that and then you or it's <laughs> yeah. a rainy day or you can't go outside right? yeah, or, and you want to go do something else and, yeah. and so that's why it's really important too you know we uh it's great that we have the beaches here but we saw what happens when we have uh you know mm-hmm. environmental catastrophes like yep. the bp oil spill. people don't come yeah and so and, and it's seasonal too yeah. but if you can tap into that heritage tourism like saint augustine has it's not seasonal anymore it's right around right so, yeah you have and something what's great else about, and what's great about here is it's it's not made up uh it's authentic we can tell you 
you know, these things that happened four, mm-hmm. 500,000 years ago happened right on this spot yeah. where you're standing. Kind of cool. Yeah. So that's, that's a, it's a really well, it's interesting. It's no longer component. the sleepy little town. Is no, it? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's, it's really, I mean, downtown, just look at downtown in yeah. the last 15 years. It's pretty r- remarkable. Yeah. All right. So I, uh, just found out this morning, this is the proven fact that you learn something new every day that this is y'all's month. Apparently this is March's archaeology month. And, yeah, and, this, and I had no idea. Yeah. In the state of Florida, March is always archaeology month. And so, uh, it's a really busy time of year for us. We have tons of stuff going on um, throughout this month. Mm-hmm. Really, for us, throughout the year, we always have stuff going on. Um, but we got a lot, lots of different events coming up tonight. Uh, we've got an event called Archeo Cafe. It's going to be at uh, Goat Lips mm-hmm. Brew and Chew House. It's at 22811 mm-hmm. Copter Road in Pensacola. Despite the name, it's a really cool place. It is. It's a really nice <laughs> like, place. People and, see the name and they're like, wait a second. Yeah, but I'll tell you, it's a really cool place. It's a really cool place. They brew some beer. They've yep. got awesome food. They've got a nice stage. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. This event, um, we're having our one of our regional directors come down from St. Augustine today. So it's not like a local speaker. This is a speaker mm-hmm. coming. We just mentioned St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. She's coming from St. Augustine. <laughs> Uh, so she's going to talk about how uh, things like storm surges and erosion right. and sea level rise are impacting archaeological sites across the entire state. Yeah. Uh, three meter three meter sea level rise sure. in the state of Florida is going to impact 16,000 cultural sites. So yeah. that's cemeteries, archaeological sites, buildings, things like that. The highest point in Florida, if I'm correct, is like 88 feet, right? And yeah. it's like it's down in Fort Walton and it is an archaeological It's a whatever they call it, an archaeological site. Right. But it's the it's the uh, Indian mounds, correct? The, uh, well, the Fort Walton Temple Mound, yeah, yeah, that's that's about twelve feet. Uh, Falling Water State Park, I okay. Think, I think they've got a little bit higher, but I think you're right. I, um, last week I was in Crystal River uh-huh. doing uh, we were doing some meetings for for our organization, and I went to Trivia Night. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions was, "What's the flattest state?" Yeah, well, of course we thought well, Kansas. Got to be Kansas. <laughs> we were wrong. It was Florida. Was so, it really? Yeah. yeah. So well, according, I don't know if that's true, but that's yeah. according to them. But uh, but yeah, it is. It is relatively flat in our area. And you know, let's face it, people live by the coast, and they have always yes. by the coast. Yeah. Um, most of our population in the state lives by the coast. Um, and whether it's through sea level rise or through when storage uh, mm-hmm. hurricanes come through, it, it sometimes, you know, of course we've, we get a couple of days of rain and we're in trouble. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and, and of course, you know, we're all worried about our houses, of course, and our property and our belongings. Yeah. And that's all important stuff that we got to kind of prioritize these things. Um, but also the, the archaeology is something that we're, we're starting to realize is also being impacted. Yeah. So we, we're starting to come up with ways um, where we not might not be able to save every site, uh, but if we start using the um, kind of force multiplier of the public mm-hmm. through public archaeology, through citizen science programs, like one we've just started called HMS Florida, it's a way that we can mobilize people to get out and record sites before they're gone. Sure, um, sure. And so at least we have the information. You know, they may we may lose them to the sea. Yeah. Uh, but at least we have the information, and that's what we're really interested in anyways. Is yeah. It's not about the single object. Um, you know, they're cool, but it's it's about what they can tell us, right, not, not right. what they're valued at. Well, and you guys, have the, we have the technology now, too, So, because I, I know you all are working on, on some things to help tell these stories through what you found, and as well as keep them documented accurately. And if something does happen, at least we have some form of digital, you know, visual Something you can go back and study, even though the site's gone. That's exactly yeah. right, and th- and that's a really important point about archaeology. Um, archaeology is really destructive science. I um, mean, you know, think about when we dig a site up, we can never put exactly mm-hmm. back every single place where every single artifact came from. We yeah. can't put every grain of sand exactly how it was when we found it, right. when it was deposited hundreds of years ago. So it's very destructive. So once you excavate a site, that's it. We got one shot. Um, so it's important that we record everything as methodically as possible. Yeah. And that's why if you ever go to an archaeology site, 
uh, you know, yes, digging takes place, but you're going to see just as much writing yeah, and photo yeah. taking and all sorts of uh, documentation. Yeah, it's going a on it's too. a slower process. It's than very some would think. slow. It's it's centimeter by centimeter in, yeah. in many cases. Um, and we're we're not just interested in the objects. You know, those are important because those are what people left mm-hmm. behind. But we're even you know we're even interested in like stains in the soil because mm-hmm. those can tell us things. You know, um, the like Pensacola is a great example of that. The 1559 Luna, Luna settlement that the University mm-hmm. of West Florida recently uh, discovered um, and that we continue to doing work on right now. Um, you know, most of those buildings for that settlement for Tristan Luna's uh, over a thousand people that were living here for, right. for a couple of years were made out of wood. And anybody that owns, you know, a house in Florida knows that, uh, you know, if you <laughs> wood doesn't work. It doesn't last. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had a fort. We actually had a yeah. pretty substantial, we had several substantial wooden forts in downtown Pensacola during the colonial times. Of course, it's not there anymore because it's made out of wood and rot. Right. But the soil will actually get stained from the, that wood that rotted in that spot. So yeah. even stains in the soil can tell us where like buildings. Sure. Sure. Located yeah. At. Or, and, and I've seen in some places, um, where the kitchens were and stuff because he, obviously there's charcoal and stuff or yeah. the it's it's stained from the heat and and uh and it, you got to pay attention right yeah exactly that's a great point too yeah. Yeah, hearse things like that so those all show up all right so let's just say i'm hanging out uh, in the backyard on the deck and summertime the dog's digging up the bone and finds something cool because honestly that's a very big possibility around here uh, what, yeah what do i do well, uh, you know, it's private. <laughs> if it's your property, if it's private property, um, uh, you know, there's not any real laws that prevent mm-hmm. you from digging anything up. It's different mm-hmm. for public lands. So if you're on state lands or federal lands, then there's actual laws that protect archaeological sure. sites. But if it's private property, it's different. Um, we would always recommend that if you find, uh, if you're digging around in the garden, mm-hmm. planting whatever you're going to plant, yep. and you come across, you know, old pottery sherds, um, we would always suggest you contact us. You can contact the university. You can contact the state. Um, a lot of times people bring in things they find in the yard yeah. and, and we're able to tell them what it is. But what's really important too is if you start finding something, uh, do not necessarily start digging up everything right away. Right. Um, and a good reason for that is because like I mentioned earlier, once you start disturbing, uh, a site, um, we lose, start losing a lot of information unless a professional is doing it, recording everything. Right. Perfect example of that is the Luma settlement. Um, that's all on private property. That's mm-hmm. a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's nothing to prevent people from just taking backhoes to the yard. Yeah, yeah. But they understand the people in that neighborhood are wonderful, and they understand that uh, it's 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 really cool. Number one, that you know they're living on this site, but they also understand its significance not only for Pensacola but the entire United States. And so that's why they're working very closely with the university, making sure that it's done properly by professionals. So I would always recommend if it's on private property, um, just let us know about it. We might be able to tell you what it is, and you may have a significant site yeah. on the property. Yeah, that'd be a state claim, huh? <laughs> there, yeah, and, you know, they're, this neighborhood is very proud. They, yeah. they, they want to like rename the neighborhood the America's oldest neighborhood, yeah, which is like go. it's actually kind of true. Tech- yeah, it is <laughs> technically yeah, yeah. speaking. It's it's true. So. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So if if people want to find out some more information about Archaeology Month. And just the work that you guys are doing, where can we send them? Yeah, I mean, you can always visit our website. It's fpan.us, so F-P-A-N.us. Um, and we, if you click on, you know, you'll find all of our regions on there. If, if you're in Pensacola, click on Northwest. If you're anywhere else in the state, just click on whatever region you're at, and you'll see the, the different events that are taking place. We have yep. event calendars on there. You can follow us on social media like Facebook. If you just go to Florida Public Archaeology Network. Uh, Northwest, that's our region. Mm-hmm. You'll find us there. And then also for Florida Archaeology Month, there is a dedicated website for that called Flarch Month. So F L A R C H Month. So Florida 
flarchmonth.org. And gotcha. that will list all the events that not just that we're doing, but right. all the other museums. Yeah, because uh, it's statewide, right? It's statewide, yeah. yeah. And it's not, so it's not just FPAN, it's the Florida Anthropological Society, it's different museums, it's the Division of Historical Resources for the state. So lots of different organizations yeah. are involved in it, Florida Archaeological Council. Um, so we kind of pull our resources, pull our people, and try to really kind of push these events. Also, uh, every Florida Archaeology Month, we always come out with a different poster, different design poster mm-hmm. that has different themes and information on the back. Um, we give those out for free uh, at different events, but they can also pick them up at our coordinating center if they're in Pensacola. Okay. So. Yeah, come on down to the waterfront office. That's right. right. Come on down, <laughs> check out the museum, get a poster, yeah. and then check out the exhibits, check out the lab. So there's lots of stuff to do just, just to come and visit us. Very cool. Okay, and then tonight's Goat Lips, and what time does it start again? It's going to start at 6, okay. maybe from 6 to 7. Uh, we recommend people show up at 5.30. Uh, if you want to get like yeah. food and drink, yeah, it's not a very, it's not a large spot, it's so not, it'd be yeah, cozy. We, yeah, if, if you yeah, get a good crowd, yeah, they've they've got a stage, so we can seat about sixty people. Yeah. but if we needed standing room only, only we can do like ninety or hundred. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Larry, the owner, told me. Yeah, so. why not? I'm keeping. Oh, you got room on the outside too. <laughs> you do, yeah. And have, you know, you can go into the bar and get a drink and yeah. come on in, and it's a lot of fun. It's really informal. Um, Sarah Miller, like I said, she'll talk about sea level rise and its impact on our archaeological sites, uh, but it's really more of a conversation um, than anything, and. Um, we always have fun when, we, when we've done them in the past. So it Very should be cool. a good, good time. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Good yeah. luck and have you know have fun this afternoon. Thanks for a sure. lot. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.